Alright, good evening ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. My name is Gavin and this is what I learned from British pop music and today I've got my brother Noah. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I don't know Noah, but I am Robert Smith from The Cure. You got a, a great guest. I, I don't know why you didn't properly introduce him. I'm sorry, folks. I, I, I apologise. We've got Robert Smith from The Cure, um, one of the greatest pop acts of all time. Not really so much pop acts. Um, you, you, what would you describe your act as, Robert? Well, I, I think you might um, want to upfront maybe discuss what the nature of, of British pop music was specifically. Speak up, mate. We can't hear you. In the 90s. What's that? Uh, we we, we can't hear you. I, I, this is this is as loud as I go. All right. Well, if you're joining if us, it, folks, if, I, um, if I'm not singing, this is this is as loud as I go. So, right. Okay. Um. So can, can you can you adjust my levels? Possibly. Hold on. We don't. We've we got a producer. This is a this is a low budget gig. We've no producers. How have how have I been roped into this? Um, what what am I doing here? Suddenly, I find the ability to speak at a louder volume because I'm I'm very unnerved. Who is this gentleman? And what I believe is a Deadpool, Deadpool, it, uh, yes, a pool of dead, uh, c- comic hero shirt. It's Black Robert. I thought what, you would like are, it. Who are you? <laughs> anyway, my what has happened here? <laughs> okay, are we gonna are we gonna keep going with the accents the entire time? No, I think that would be incredibly hard to do. Yeah, so it maybe would be. we transition out of it and very like. But maybe Robert Smith will will rear his ugly. That beautiful, excuse me, it's beautiful. Yes, very head beautiful voice. Again. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, I'm anyway, gonna try and stay out of it. <laughs> okay. oh, anyway, this is uh, the music. That's why arc. we don't do improv. Yeah, we don't. We can't keep it going. We make each other laugh, and we just can't keep it going. That's so, why comedy is like the third thing that I list when you have to put us in the subcategories. Mm-hmm. Comedy is like the third rung down. Oh, it's okay. like arts and entertainment. You know, music, movies, comedies. Comedy's third down. <laughs> I don't want anybody getting the wrong. I don't want to set you up for failure. You know, people yeah. come in expecting the laughs, and then it's just. It's I feel this. like we have the most laughs on this show, though. Because if you for miss, me personally, yeah, for you, yeah. For sure. If you if you missed it, this is what I learned from. Um, you're listening to the music arc, but this is what I learned from British pop music, specifically '80s Britpop. Um, there might be a few outliers. The bands you picked may have not been from the actual like country of England, Britain. That's okay. Uh, I took the ones who weren't off of my list. Luckily, I had enough to fill a whole ten slot. So, <laughs> um, to me, um, Britpop like it may have a certain connotation to you. You may be thinking of like a lot of one hit wonders from the eighties. Kind of. If you're thinking of like pop, you know, pop music. Pop music. I, I don't know what that even means. But for me, I'm like, pop music is just whatever was popular. You know, if yeah. it was on top of the pops at the time, if it was huge on American radio as well, it's popular music. So I've got a very broad range. There's definitely, this might be the first list where you're going to be like, nah, dude, you can't have that person on here. But we'll see. You know, I, I'm, I stand by all of mine. Me too. I've definitely got a few that you might, uh, say otherwise about but i will point out from the top so everyone's aware nxs is not not from england yes. they are in fact from australia which cut my list down quite a bit and i had to scramble because i was like fuck man they have so many so many great songs and i was just like of course they're part of that i associate them with you know the smiths the cure you know depeche mode is depeche mode british I have no Depeche Mode on my list. Uh, I thought that I not would, to spoil anything. I would say I would Gavin's hope so. furiously double checking. Yeah, I am double like, checking because oh, they are. 10. Oh they, my god, they are Holy on shit. my list. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. I can understand where people think, you know, yeah. Okay, it says English band, so we're good. Um, <laughs> well, people think pop music is popular at the time. There are certain people who would fall into the category. I think are on your list that I may have not put on there for reasons. Uh, ranging from I want to do a whole thing about them. I or... definitely have one of those. Okay. <laughs> and then um, 
just that I feel like, yes, it was popular, but I just don't consider them the act. And after mom and dad railed against me about having Bill Withers as a funk artist. I railed against you. I told you. Yeah. I I told you a storm was coming. Yeah. That people were not going to be okay with that. Yeah. And they were not. Namely our parents. Mm Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Yeah. They schooled Gavin. That's worse than the internet giving me shit about it, really. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would have Who loved cares like about disappointing the internet. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, I'd much rather that happen than my mom be mad at be like have a speaking, bone to pick with me. Speaking of which, all all rate and reviews are welcome, even even one star reviews. Yes. iTunes, go do it, go do it. Yeah, again, right. if you like it, I am Gingerbeard Man on Instagram and I'm Starlord Bro on Twitter. If you hate it, Noah is the at gmail dot com and the Archive Network on Instagram. And I haven't killed it yet. Yep. You know, you keep asking me for more they're topics. In the, they're in the. They're in the top five most successful, dude. Everybody yeah. loves this. Everybody loves Lost in the Folds. Everybody loves the the shows within a show. So yeah. While while they're popular, that's what we're sticking with. Okay. Eventually, maybe we'll have a new music arc episode. I don't know what the hell that will be. Me neither. Yeah. For now, Gavin, Gavin gets to take the reins. Yeah, I'll take the reins and go ahead and say, give me your number 10, brother. All right. If you want to jump back to the voice to read, <laughs> read the lyrics, that'd be kind of cool. Give it a shot. All right. <laughs> you see, bruv, I learned that. God damn it, dude. I don't know if I can do it. We'll see. Let's see what happens. All right. Let's see what happens. That you know when the when the summer streets, when the hot and the pavements are burning, it's it's really hard to smile. You know, when the air is so bloody heavy and dry. Cruel Summer by Bananarama. <laughs> that sounded a little Australian at the end there, yeah, but that's good. It, I'll probably dip into that at some yeah. point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. satin jacket uh about to get his ass kicked later that night and he doesn't even know it but nope. for for that time it you know it's just a cruel summer it's just it's hot mm-hmm. it's hot as hell yep i don't know why i'm doing this voice now this is definitely not the voice for 80s Britpop. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh but yeah that's that's my number 10 uh cruel summer by bananarama not not too much to it kind of a repetitive song in the back half but I like it. It's one of those radio hits I don't mind hearing, and it's actually not by the Go Go's, even though a lot yeah, of everybody seems to think it's by that. the Go Go's. Um, yeah, that's but a yeah, good... uh, Bananarama. One of they they're usually referred to as like the the Spice Girls before the Spice Girls, and I can't tell you another Bananarama hit off the top of my head, but I'm sure they had some. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm positive <laughs> they did. But so. Cruel Summer. Yeah, yeah I like I could do Cruel Summer. It would be on like a summer playlist. Okay. Like, you so know. not on your list. No, it isn't. That's and a good point. as per usual, if we have any crossover, we'll put it on the table. Yeah. Oh, on the table, rather. <laughs> Excuse me. Table it for later, yeah? Yeah. All right, so my number <laughs> 10 song. Um, well, actually, the number 10 thing I learned from British pop is that... Um, Excuse me. Yeah, I, I don't even... I don't think I did mine right. Go ahead. Sorry, before I fuck yours up. Is that you... Um, you... Uh, you don't turn around. Uh oh. Der Commissar's in town. Oh, uh oh. If you're in his eye, you don't know why. The more you live, the faster you will die. I was actually also going to go with. She says, Baby, you know I miss Jill and Joe and all our funky friends. Or 
you know. But yeah, Dear Commissar, one hit wonder after the fire. Uh, I think I first remember hearing this song in a uh, uh, the wedding singer. The guy, the cook in the background, like hits the little boombox and like it's on the radio. You know but, who that cook is? I just that? noticed this when I rewatched it recently, literally like a week and a half ago. It's uh, Mr. Robert Schmeigel. Really? Uh, yeah. You know, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. He uh, wrote for SNL. That's right. A billion things. But yeah, I never picked up on it. Until that's this crazy. Time. I was like, oh, it's Schmeigel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so after the fire, um, that should be, you know, the amendment for this entire list is go watch The Wedding Singer if you haven't. Yeah, most of the songs are probably going to be somewhere around there. They're they're probably in there. Yeah. Um, Again, what I learned from it, you just, you don't turn around uh, because Dracomasar is in town. Who is Dracomasar? I have no idea. It's not Falco, I know that much. We'll just keep rolling. Yeah. All right. What's your number nine (laughs) thing? Oh, man. Ah. You know, I learned that there's two sides to every story. No, you could be working as a waitress in a cocktail bar one minute, and you know you may agree upon that with with the individual. I don't no, it's 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 uh, don't you want me <laughs> by the Human League? I I don't know what this voice is, dude. Me neither. But you can keep going. I love it. Not on your list? They are. Okay. But not the song that you think. It's okay. a song that people forget about. Well, all right. Yeah. It's one I guess I'll have to be downloading, and it's probably not already on my iTunes. We could <laughs> skip right over it. That's fine. No, yeah, dude, don't I like, you want to, me? I like That's to play a... the, the deeper cuts, but... Yeah. yeah. Don't You Want Me? Everybody does know it was covered by... Um, I can't remember the name of the band that covered it, but they covered it for Take Me Home Tonight. I didn't know there was a famous cover. Dude, I have to show you the video for the movie. Sure. Yeah, okay. we'll show. I actually do that this time before we leave. But yeah, great little story song. I was working in a waitress, working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. You know, it's like, hey, when I met you, nothing was going for you, and I've, I've, I pulled you out, I picked you up, I turned you around, and turned you into something new. But then you get the the female side of things, yeah. and yeah. But like I said, two sides to every story. I love the the dual nature of it. It's essentially a duet. Uh, but in verse structure, and then they, they harmonize together. But it's like a modern day somebody yeah. that I used to know. Again, this goes on the list of like, this is a radio staple at this point. Mm-hmm. Never get tired of hearing this song, dude. Great fucking song. It's, uh, and the pop culture reference I will shout out. Have you ever seen Cyrus, dude? Mm-mm. John C. Riley. Okay. Phenomenal. And he's kind of a, a lovable schlub. And he, uh, is divorced, goes to a party, and shortly after meeting the the gorgeous Marissa Tomei, okay, he uh, is called back into the party because he hears this song playing, and mm-hmm. he starts to karaoke it basically, and he's a little drunk at the time, and everybody else is looking at him like oh, it's fucking crazy, but she joins him in it with the duets that like when the lady comes in, she comes in. And it's a great, awesome scene. So that's what I always think of at this point, as far as pop culture reference. But again, if you if you listen to pop radio at all, you're gonna still hear this song. And it's cool. It's "Don't You Want Me" by Jimmy.
Number nine. The number nine thing I learned from British pop. I really, I, I, I can't even say it without, without like what I learned without just going ahead and giving the lyrics away. So I'm just going to try and do it in the best, best voice I can possible. <clears throat> together forever and never to part. For together forever we two. And don't you know I would move heaven and earth to be together forever with you? It's together forever. Rick Astley. No one remembers this one. Everybody remembers. They, they still play this one. Man. It plays at work all the time. They still play this and one. And basically, he's a two. He's does he have one more? I was gonna say he's definitely a two-hit wonder. But well, yeah, he's got a couple. Yeah, I, he's, got he's had a solid career. People only know him from Rick Rolling. And the voice, sure. and yeah. like the fact that people did not think that that kind of voice could come out of that little man. But nonetheless, this is you know a really great love song. Just letting everybody know that you know he he'd do anything he could. It is kind of like a love song to your lover. Hey, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'll do anything to be together forever with you. So, you know that's something I learned from British pop music. Your number eight. The number eight thing that I learned from 80s Britpop is that there's an army on the dance floor. It's a fashion with a gun, Gavin. Uh-oh. In a room without a door, a kiss is not enough. Love My Way by the Psychedelic Furs. Love my words. You know this song. I probably you heard don't it. know that you know it, but you know it. I probably And heard. you're listening to it right now. Yeah, I do know that yeah, one. Yeah, there you go, brother. Yeah. Well, okay. That's a good pill. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm trying to... It's been used in a bazillion 80s movies, obviously. And you hear it from time to time. It's not... It's more of... It's a little bit more of an 80s deep cut, for sure. I, I will shout out my boss, Julie, who this is totally in her wheelhouse. I presented my list to her earlier today and was like, Hey, what do you think? Am I missing anything huge? She was like, it's a really solid list. And then she came back like right before she left work today and she was like, hey, love my way. Psychedelic first. And I was like, you know what? You are right. You are definitely right. So shout out to Julie for the assist on this one. But yeah, love my way. Psychedelic first. You'll recognize it. You already did. You already did. Yeah, We're pretending like we play it in the room, but we totally don't. Yeah. Because I edit these out. That works. What's whatever. All right. Okay. Your number eight. I just really want to sing all these lyrics right now. <clears throat> now you're punching and you're kicking and you're shouting at me. I'm relying on your common decency. So far it hasn't surfaced, but I'm sure it exists. It just takes a while to travel from your head to your fist. I can't understand what makes a man hate another man. Sorry. Uh, people are people. Help me understand. People are people, so why should it be? You and I should get along so awfully. People are people, so why should it be? You and I should get along so awfully. Don't, don't, don't. Sorry. Uh, people are people by Depeche Mode. Obviously, a couple of Depeche Mode songs you could put on here. Um, what I learned from it is that, you know, what, I, I don't understand. People, you know, they're just people are people. People why do you? Ha- why do we? Ha- why do we gotta hate? We can all agree on that, Gavin. Yeah. People, people are, are in fact people. 
So we should treat one Words another. Words of wisdom from Depeche Mode. People are people. Um, number seven for you, mate. The number seven thing that I learned from 80s Britpop, British pop music. Pop music. <laughs> me, me, <laughs> music. I'm trying to find find it in my voice. Music. Music. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> you know, more, more gristle to it. A little more punk rock, if you will. Sounds like you're from all over the I'm island. I'm vamping while I look up the lyrics because I didn't take enough notes. Alrighty then, chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We just. I'm working on it. Is that a strain or are you making yourself laugh? Is that why you're. <clears throat> the number seven thing that I learned from 80s Britpop is that. Couldn't feel at the time. There was no way of knowing. Falling leaves in the night. Who can say where they're blowing? As free as the wind. And hopefully learn by the sea on the tide. There's no way of turning. More than this uh, by Roxy Music. You've heard it before. Uh, Maybe I have, but dude, I just don't know it. I'm amazed I'm pulling. I thought we you, have at least some crossover by this point. That, yeah, on. well, we do, but just different songs. Uh, fantastic karaoke scene uh, in Lost in Translation, sung by one Mr. Bill Murray. Great yeah. song. Uh, Roxy Music. I wanted to put Love is the Drug on here. That's one of their 70s hits, so I had, I had to squeeze this one on there. Great song, more than this. Great kind of love worn bound. It's got, dude, some great... Um, what I'm pretty sure are totally like, you know, digital drums in the open. I, you, you will dig the shit out of it. You know it, man. Whatever. Oh, On to your number seven. Right, the number seven thing I Just learned. Just hit me with your bleeding number <laughs> seven. I learned that time won't give me time. And time makes lovers feel like they've got something real. But you and me, you know we've got nothing but time. It's Time by Culture Club. I did not put Kajagago or whatever that is on here. Kajagugu? Kajagugu. Dude, okay, so somebody comes into work one time. Uh-huh. What's, what's, 
their song hush hush that's them this guy was like this guy was like give you five dollars if you can name this artist like thinking like this kid's not gonna literally without me missing a beat i was like kaja goo goo because it's one of those that just like boom yeah and it just came out and he was like holy shit he never gave me the five dollars but he did compliment me on like Way to go! I was like, see, I pulled, right. I pulled the same thing with the ladies <laughs> in the office. I was like, who sings this? And they're like, um, is it, it's Boy George? I said, no, it's not Boy George. I said, no, it's Boy. I said, no, it's Culture Club. It's Culture Club. Yeah. So I don't think Boy George ever went solo, such as the way that George Michael went solo from Wham. But if he did, I don't, I don't remember. He's solo now. I don't, I don't know, know what he performed. I think it's still Culture Club. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But when we say Culture Club, I think a Kanja Club from a. Uh, Episode seven, but yeah, anyway. think of what Conja Club? Oh, okay. You stole from Conja Club solo, you know, like the the two seconds. Was like I want to know what was going on with that. Anyway, yeah, um, you know, basically, time makes lovers feel like they've got something real, but apparently George and his lover they got nothing but time, so everything's great. So that's my number seven. All on right. to your number six. The number. Sixth thing that I learn from British pop music. Pop music. <laughs> <laughs> we should try like what what different British accents can we do? Like how can we differentiate between them? Because I feel like if I go up higher in my register like this, or if I go a little more lilty, you know, it sounds a little more standoffish. But I don't know like what I would equate this to, and then you can get down here. On the ground <laughs> with the common folk. What I've seen, sir, is that it is us. And then you can get very hoity-toity. <laughs> very harumph, harumph. Very, very Winston Churchill. The bombs. We shall never the surrender. Bombs. We shall never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Seriously. Sorry. <laughs> Seriously, killing We are like shit. shitting all over. I want to apologize to our good friend Lewis Joyce, who probably doesn't <coughs> listen to this. But back in the day, can you knock it off, please? I'm good. Okay. The ghost of Winston called me. I'm sorry. Very sorry. Back in the day, I like did my best uh, Ali G impression and like my best like British accent for Lewis, and he was like, "Yeah, we hate that." I'm like, "I know, but I'm sorry." So. I'm still gonna do it anyway. Oh God, but, where? I'm sorry, totally lost myself. Number six for you, my friend. Okay. Learned that <laughs> I gotta I gotta stop with the accents for a little bit. Sometimes, when this place gets kind of empty, Gavin, and the sound of their breath fades with the light, I think about the loveless fascination under the Milky Way. Under the Milky Way by the church. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty, sound of their breath fades with the light. I think about the loveless fascination under the Milky Way tonight. Doesn't go on the table. No, it doesn't. What the fuck, man? Come on. Number six? My number not, six? It's not even on your list? No, it's an honorable mention. Great song, man. Great song. I'm thinking of the other one. I'm one thinking of, of favorite, the like, man. dusk driving songs. Like, 
that magic hour. Yeah. You know, just blue hues as you transition at night. Great highway driving song. Love it, dude. And this is where the swirl comes out of him, right? In Donnie Darko? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta hit the pop culture, of course. Donnie Darko, another runner-up for it. Like, I feel like that has just, nothing but 80s Britpop pop amazing soundtrack. Amazing 80s indie Britpop pop Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, Duran Duran. Uh, I don't want to say too many more. No, because, yeah, we'll, just, like, yeah, we'll get to We'll get to lists and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Your number six. I have a picture pin to my wall a picture of you when we're laughing and loving and having it all i don't know if that's the lyrics but uh hold me now by the thompson twins one hit wonder but i just love this song i have a picture But I love the high pitch that comes in at the back. You can play this right now. See what I'm talking about? The like, hold me now. Like that's that's my favorite part. Agreed. It's almost like a, uh, <clears throat> it's like a Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons kind of thing, almost. Yeah. But like thrown in here with all this, you know, synth work going on. Yeah. I, I dig it. Yeah. Great song. Great song. I should say, like, this was a well of like, there's so much stuff I could have put on here, and some of them I was struggling with, like, oh, would this be like a cool lyric to throw in? And like, there was a lot where I was like, there's not a ton of. This is another one where I was like, some of it's very very like a lot of depth to it yeah very metaphorical in some aspects some of it's very straightforward just like love songs or love lauren songs but yeah so i i just I, there was like a, a wealth of shit here there's so much stuff i could have picked and that's why coming up i've got a bunch that are like i learned a lot from like one artist but, yeah my five to uh well, maybe not so much five, but four on is pretty, pretty, pretty deep. So, go ahead and give me your number five. The number five thing I learned from 80s Britpop is that sometimes you're better off dead, mate. There's a gun in your hand, it's pointing at your head. You think you're mad, too unstable. Kicking in chairs and knocking down tables in a restaurant in a western town. In a western town, the dead end wall. Call the police, there's a madman around. Running down underground to a dive bar in the western. Western, uh, western girls. Sometimes you're better off dead. There's a gun in your hand that's pointing at your head. You think you're mad, too unstable. Kicking in chairs and knocking down tables in a restaurant in a western town. Call the police, there's a madman around. Running down underground to a dive bar in a western town. Or have the pet shop boys and seal keep <laughs> on their profiler purposes. What you ever see Ricky Bobby? Come on, man. Yeah, did, did you know? You don't remember the scene where he comes in? Why did you turn up jazz music? Nobody plays jazz at the pit stop, buddy. Is it why is it on the box? We keep it on there for profiling purposes. We also got the pet shop boys and seal. <laughs> you never, you remember I that? remember that scene, but I don't remember them referencing pet shop boys specifically. Yeah. It's like, I guess, if you play well, Pet Shop Boys... pop culture see... reference, dude. I love yeah. how 
even on the music arc and on what I learned from, we can't help but talk about movies the whole fucking Specifically time. John C. Riley movies. Hello. It's two in one show. Yeah. I We're think... getting to that Dewey Cox <laughs> cast any day now. That's what I'm holding Do you out wanna... for. Okay, so you know there's a podcast called The Worst Idea in the World where no. they watch Grown Ups. Uh-huh. Or, no, it's Grown Ups 2. It's not even Grown Ups. They watch Grown Ups, like, once a week, I guess. Before <laughs> every, like, they watch it before every episode of this. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that's the podcast. It's just, what did you get on the 47th? <laughs> like, yeah, the worst idea in the world. And I've I've only dipped my toe into it, but it's funny as shit. So, dude, how about, yeah, we should do Dewey Cox every every week you just want to rewatch it yeah let's we'll do that just the just legend of doing it yeah we will make our we will endure the legend <laughs> we will start from his early days how how quickly do you think that we get all this shit no because we're just gonna do a specific time period like oh, we okay. can spend a whole show as like young dewey then a whole show is like you know dude you just took it to a whole other level right there now we have to do it yeah okay you guys are stupid. This is deep. Like, like <laughs> the dark fucking period, Dewey. You know? At the very least. First, get ten shows first, com- first commentary track we record for Patreon has to be Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah. Which is literally just going to be us doing the lines that you just heard in the movie, but a lesser, shittier version of it, mm-hmm. and laughing at each other. That's yeah. it. So that'll be worth donating to our future Patreon. Yeah. That doesn't $2. exist right now. Maybe we just give that one away for free. Yeah, we, we yeah. Anyways. First taste is free. Uh, yeah, man. Who who's whose turn? You already gave me your number five, right? That was Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, yes, it was. Okay, so um, my number five is um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's uh, Fascination by the Human League. I think, like I said, pe- most people are going to remember Don't You Want Me. Um, this one is not so much like a breakup as Don't You Want Me. This is kind of like talking about like, it's you get that feel of like the fascination of meeting someone new, talking to someone new, and like, you know, keep feeling fascination. Uh, Passion burning. burning. Love so strong. Yeah. If it seems a little time is needed, decisions to be Feeling fascination, looking, yeah, learning, moving on. One, I definitely two hit wonder. I hear fascination pretty yeah. regularly still. I think the first time I remember be, being in the like the realm of, of pop culture was Vice City. It was on the Vice City soundtrack, and I was like, "What is this?" Because I never heard it before. I'd only heard "Don't You Want Me," yeah. so it was pretty. Uh, dope. West End Girls also on GTA Five soundtrack yes. very prominently. I think they mm-hmm. use it in a couple of promos. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, nice little tie-in there. Okay, come on, cross over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. You know, the number four thing that I learned from 80s Britpop is that when fate is up against your will, through the thick and thin, he will wait until you give yourself to him. Come on. No, it's not God. on my list. <laughs> God. But it's under the... We've got nothing in common. <laughs> That's a song, right? Yeah, sure. It is now. <laughs> uh, yeah, The Killing Moon by Echo, Echo and the, the Bunny Man. Man. Uh, 
another another Donnie Darko hit. That's where I discovered it for the first time. That dude, that movie turned me on to so many '80s bands that were just off my radar. It's crazy. So uh, I remember buying this album specifically just to hear the Killing Moon because this was in the era when I would buy the whole CD for like one song. You still don't do that? Music and stuff. No, I have this thing called Spotify that oh. I spend like 15 bucks a month for. So. Just to let me know what that's all about. Just a really creepy, eerie song about inevitability. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's also kind of an ambiguous narrative. You're not sure if it's about like death, seduction, a relationship, like the Grim Reaper, I'm going to call it. Like you're not quite sure, but... It's very unnerving, very unsettling, and just nothing else quite sounds like it. It's one of the most unique songs I've ever heard. I absolutely love it. number four song is a song that asks the questions um, why don't you use it try not to lose it buy time don't lose it and the number four thing that I learned is that the reflex is a lonely child who's waiting in the park the reflex every little thing the reflex does is an answer to the question okay so yeah, the the reflex Duran 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 could have been on here multiple times. Uh, Duran Duran, sorry to interject, is one of those. There's actually two of them. Come to think of it, that I was just like, not even gonna put them on the list, because I yeah I could pull so much from Duran Duran, but the main reason they're not on my list, Ordinary World, is actually came out song? in '93. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the main reason. Yeah. That's my favorite Duran Duran song. Yeah, and like View to a Kill is my favorite, but it wasn't popular. I don't even think the Reflex was a big hit. I think it was a single. I mean, I know people know Rio. Still play it now. Yeah. I would say the Reflex more so than some of the other ones. Well, I hear Hungry like the Wolf and uh, Rio on the radio a lot, like for the Word Channel. When I say radio, I mean the Word Channel. But uh, but yeah, but then they're they're one that you could literally go back and probably pick a top ten list that it would have some crossover. But there's enough like gems in there. We I think could you talk could talk about cherry ice cream smiles for hours. You know, like a it's like a parfait or preview or you know, <laughs> you know you're something special. So go ahead and give me your number three. Number three thing that I learned from '80s Britpop. Well, I learned quite a few things, brother. I learned a lot about entertainment and a lot about a town called Malice. You're killing me. No. You are literally killing me, brother. You're taking a knife and just stabbing it in my heart, in my bleeding heart. God damn it. Okay. You notice the Brits never say God damn it? You notice that? Yeah. You never. You, like, you don't hear it very often. Yeah. You'll hear a Jesus Christ. Everyone, that went really Australian at the yeah. end. You'll hear that every once in a while. But, yeah, not a lot of goddammits. I think it's because they have a big separation of the church and the state there. Anyways. <laughs> uh, it's twofer. That's entertainment. And Town Called Malice by The Jam. I have no idea who The Jam really, is. Really, dude? Oh, no, I have no me. idea. The jam is amazing. You're gonna hear them right now. I don't, I don't even want to spoil it for you. Is you it, know it, that's entertainment. You have to know that's entertainment. Is the, is a the, police car and a screaming siren 
pneumatic drill and a ripped up concrete. Baby wailing and a stray dog howling. Screech of brakes and a lamplight blinking. That's entertainment. No. Smash of glass and a rumble of boots. Electric train and a ripped up phone booth. Paint splattered walls and the cry of a tomcat. Lights going out and a kick in the balls. That's entertainment. That's entertainment. No, I don't. La, 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 la. Come on, dude. You... You'll hear it in the episode. Dip. We'll do it in post. <laughs> we'll do it in post. <laughs> Zero crossover. No. This is yet. unheard of. Yep. We're getting there. This is unfucking heard of. We're in uncharted waters. Did your show, dude, steer it back Yeah, on the all right. So shit. number three. Whatever. Yeah, we're just, let's write this ship if we can uh, to the new world. Um, <coughs> all right. If you've done cool, Finn, we can get back to it. I'm so, so sorry. All right. Rest your vocals, Robert. You've got another two ones to go. All right. So the number three thing I learned is that... um. If you're going to go out dancing or not, you've got to wake me up before you go-go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do, I'll just be like a careless whisper in the wind. I feel so unsure. You can't do the lyrics, dude. You just gotta keep doing sexy sax, man. You just gotta like keep keep going into it. Dude, the other one we went to Nashville. When was the last time you watched that? Yeah, dude, that. I watched that shit like at least once so or twice a year. So funny. I love that shit. I showed it to dad, everything. My <laughs> song is Wake Me Up Before You Go Go because I thought Careless Whisper was a George Michael song. So it I is, kept it. Right? Yeah, I kept it wham because. Fair enough. You know, I want to give a shout out to Andy Ridgely because after they broke up, no one ever seen Ridgely again. <laughs> Do you get that joke? No. You made a lot of references. Did you not watch Keanu? Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. No one ever seen Bridgely again. See, that's not what sticks with me. What sticks with me is the whole, the revelation of father figure. Yeah. Like, that's what, did he even have a father figure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I need to rewatch Keanu, dude. It's so good, dude. For sure. All right. You're number two. I learned three things from this next bloke. Gave me the number two things, plural, I learned from 80s Britpop. Learned that it's hot in the city. You know, some cities are hot, some cities are cold, but it's hot in New York City specifically, you know. And I uh, learned that some. Some faces don't have eyes. No. Okay. Um. I also learned that. What, what do we, What do we cry, Gab? What do we cry? Tears. No. We cry flesh. 
Flash for Fantasy. No, I, it's Billy no. Idol, mate. Come on. I only Billy know. Bleeding Idol's not on your fucking list. No. No, he isn't. How dare you. I picked three of my personal favourites. These are my three favourite songs by Mr. Billy Idol. And this is where I said, you may argue with me. You may say, well, he's a rock and roller. He can't be on the 80s Britpop list. Harumph, harumph. <laughs> Listen, I'll give you white wedding and rebel yell. And I'll yeah. raise you hot in the city, eyes without a face. Faces that don't have eyes. <laughs> I take it back. You can't have rebel yell. Course. You can have... Dancing with myself. I do. That would be my number four, personally speaking. But Hot in the City has overtaken as my number one. It was formerly Eyes Without a Face. But I have always quite enjoyed Flesh for Fantasy from the album that everybody knows, which includes White Wedding and um, what's the other one that escapes me, mate? Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell. Thank you very much. Um, it's hard for me to say that, Rebel Yell. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Mr. Billy Idol occupies my number two spot. Very, very surprised that he's not on your list. Oh, there's a change of pace of fantasy and taste. Do you like good music? Do you like to dance? Shall we move on to your number two, bruv? Yes, we 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 can move on. All right, so I um, would also like to apologise at this moment for anybody who has found all of these accents incredibly terrible and borderline offensive. Uh, if we have any British listeners, please do write us and tell us to fuck right off. It's the archive at gmail.com, by the way. Please end all your letters with colonist tosses so we know you listen to the show. Right, so, number two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal one from your playbook because it's a lot of things I learned from this one particular act. All right. All right. The number two thing I learned from British pop music, Noah, is that I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've had, ever had. I've also found it funny that... You have to just shout, shout, let it all out. These are the things I can do without. And that I I wanted to be with you alone and, and talk about the weather. But we couldn't do that, Noel, because everybody wants to rule the world. That's a medley. But my song is Mad oh, World. You, you you hit all of them. And this is this would be my number one slot. So it works out like kind of perfectly. <laughs> we finally yeah. had some yeah. synergy. Yeah, synergy. Yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, all right. I great. did, in fact, have Mad World shout. Everybody Wants to Rule the World and Head Over Heels all written down here. And, uh, yeah. Perfect. We, we, we hit them all. Uh, most from Songs from the Big Chair. I think there's one that's not, if I'm not mistaken, Head Over Heels is on a different album. I think so. I'm not or, sure. No, excuse me. Mad World is on the previous album. That's right. The debut. Right. Everything else. Uh, including Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which is in my top ten favorite songs of all time not just uh i don't i just found this register in my voice i don't know where it came from but i'm gonna stay here for a moment because it's a little bit more comfortable than what i've been doing so without further ado 
Um, yeah, anything else you want to say about your number one? I have an ultimate uh, n- number one uh, with an asterisk, if you will. All right, go ahead and give me that before I give you mine. Well, the thing I learned in the making of this entire list, Gavin, is something I've known for a while, because the great Trey Parker and Matt Stone told it to me, and I found out it was true, and it's that Disintegration is the greatest album ever made. I just have The Cure with an asterisk. Like, I couldn't pick a particular uh, no, song. No, I didn't put them or The Smiths on there because and, you can do an well, entire and again, thing. That's why this. I gave you a full list, you know, of 10 to 1. And I don't have a single Smith song on here, Me as either. you can see. And I I'm sure a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Isn't that like but I the whole them... reason Gavin wanted to do this yeah. list? But... but, like, I started listening <laughs> yeah. to it and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like... I want to do a list about Morrissey. No, it's but not. I'll be Robert Smith from The Cure, but if I talk like this for the hope now, I'm starting to sound like Ringo Starr bit or someone in the Beatles. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I just sent you on my guitar gently. Gently whimpers. Whimpers. Um, yeah, no, I could do, I told you, I said, you got to be smithing me. That was the what I wanted to do. Dude, no. As like a deep as dive. As soon as you said like, that, I was serious. like, let's totally do it. And yeah. you can do it for The Cure, too. Like, people, there's a, not a lot after the 90s that you could run through. But The Cure does have a lot of albums. They do, and there's and a lot of rarities and B-sides. But The Smiths, definitely, we could make it a month show. Like, just a week-by-week, week, real quick, run through. Literally... The I looked it up. The album length. We could literally listen to the albums like just around, get a feel for it, and come right here and talk about it. And I don't think anybody's done that. And I would like to do that. All right. So we'll, we'll put a stake in the ground right now. We, we still got to get to your number one. No, you should. Right? Know, you should know my number one. I I don't know if I do. Okay. Um. My number one thing I learned from uh, British pop music is that, um, it's my life. It never ends. <laughs> Bloody talk talk. I should I should have known better. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how fucker. I... <laughs> Go ahead. It's funny how myself. It's funny how I find myself in love with you. Um, one half won't do. Um, it's my life. It never ends. Funny. I just like the refresh. I like it's the. It's not by no doubt, mate. <laughs> yeah, God, when I was happy when No Doubt came out with that cover, but I was like, a lot of kids are gonna think this is one of her songs, and it's not. Other, they have another. Such a shame. Um, uh, what, <clears throat> uh, such a shame. Talk talk. Um, life's what you. Oh, dude, life's what, life's you, make, what you make. The guitar on that it's dude. A way better song than this. Why is that not your number one, man? Come on. Because I love talk 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 by talk talk is my favorite. Which, Listen, big country well, by in a big con- in a big country by big country was going to be my number one, what, but they're which not one from. Is talk talk by talk talk. Oh, you do to me is talk talk. That's it. That's all. I don't even know if I know that one. Yeah, but, but well, life's what to... you make. It's a great fucking song. I'm gonna put on their playlist. Yeah, we need the to, guitar. When you start doing that, I'll actually like retroactively go back. But like as I'm making this one. As I'm editing it, I will put together a Spotify playlist that we can launch simultaneously yeah. for people to go listen to it. Because yeah. I've been tagging Spotify on all these. 
but there's nothing but the Christmas stuff or whatever yeah. you put up there last. I did recently make a uh, Best and, of Weatherbox playlist. Oh, good. With the RKV tagged on it. If anybody's interested in finding out more about Weatherbox, which we've covered on some of the music but art people can episodes. People can just search RKV on Spotify and find you? No. Or, yeah, no, if they type it in that way, yeah. Okay. The playlist. Look under your playlist after that. I don't have, like... A profile my profile was my personal name but the playlist that i put up as noah blanchard are labeled as the so if i went to spotify i could create one of them i'd have to make all that shit up and i don't want to do that no <sighs> you could create one and just label it the arc of e but i mean yeah okay i'm just wondering if there's a way to like make it the arc of e like log on as the arc of oh, e make us a profile specifically yeah you have to link it to your facebook so you could link it to the facebook that you have set up for us yeah and that would be then the arc of e profile was how it would come up. I don't know how I can do that because the Facebook I have set up is basically just a page. This is a lot of technical talk that we can do off mic. Yeah, we will cut out. Okay. Uh, did we got to your number one? Yeah, my number one's yeah. talk talk. Listen. All right then. <laughs> we've come to the end of the list. Um, I hope you haven't hated the accents. I hope you made it past it. We do cut in and out sometimes. Uh, Noah seems to have strained his voice trying to talk like Winston Churchill, but um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's still here You've with us. You've got to come down in your rabbitar. <laughs> You've got to almost sound like fight them on the beaches and fight them on the way. We will, will never, ever, ever surrender. <laughs> like, you've got a big old piece of meat in your mouth. I'm going to have to do so much tweaking on the levels on terrible, this episode. Man. I don't know why I've been screaming. I don't know, yeah, why are you, yeah, you get closer. And you get closer and closer every time you do it. <laughs> like, you just want to put it in your mouth. Like, it's a Pawnee water fountain. Oh, God. That's a smooth Parks and Rec joke. No, anyway. I thought it was funny. I just, <laughs> okay. I'm, right. I'm out of steam over right. here. Yeah. I don't okay. know how yeah, the hell been... I'm going to record a Here and Now podcast yeah, tonight. Well, My voice is shot, dude. Yeah. Anyway, oh. so uh, hopefully you've made it through this episode. Hopefully Noah's cleaned it up. It sounds decent. Uh, hopefully Noah will put a playlist together on Spotify. If you have any ideas of different lists, you want to hear what we learned stuff from, uh, we probably won't do any more of these unless we can get mom and dad on here uh if you didn't think this was funny you think it was terrible um let noah know rkb at gmail.com if you liked it i am uh star lord bro on twitter and i am gingerbeard man with two n's on instagram and that pretty much does it for this episode of what i learned from so i'm gonna go ahead and say that I've been Gavin, mate, and I've really enjoyed your company. And I would like to say thank you f- to my brother for letting me um, host this podcast. And I'm gonna let him, I'm gonna let him do the outro. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I, there's there's a gentleman in the corner who we haven't addressed this whole time. He just he looks very uncomfortable, but maybe he has something he wants to. It, it, yes, mate. If I may, before you. You end this cast. I would just like to say that I've been Robert Smith, and I I don't I don't know how I became trapped here in South Carolina, but I would very much like for someone to come assist me, please. I do not know these gentlemen. They do not like the volume of my voice, and uh, I'm I'm a bit frightened. But they did say disintegration is the greatest album of all time, which I'm not going to disagree with. Uh, so thank you for that, mates. And uh, I'll let you get back to it. Hey, thanks for coming on, Rob. We appreciate you. We're, uh, we're definitely going to deep dive into some of your stuff. And your buddy, uh, Morrissey, we're going to get into some of his stuff soon. Sorry, before we totally outro, apologies to Robert Smith, first of all. <laughs> but also, was there already a ginger beard man? Is that why you gotta have the two in? Yeah, there already was. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I just needed to know that before we leave. Okay, just needed to get that on mic. All right, do we do a proper outro? Okay. Uh, for this edition of, did fucking do it? All right, do yeah, a proper so for, one. I'll find. All right, a so <laughs> this has been this has been um what I learned from British eighties. All right, so this has been what I learned from 80s British pop music um, on the music arc. I have been Gavin. And I have been Noah. And thank you all for listening. Come back next time when we do something else to...
It's going to be what I learned from yeah. 90s alternative. Yeah, it's going to be 90s. Spoiler 90s. alert. Yeah. We figured we'd go with the 70s, 80s, and 90s thing. We decided that off mic, but we'll, we'll let you know. I don't know when we're going to record it, but... Yeah, it's like the, the X-Men one. franchise, but with music. Exactly. Yeah. Except <laughs> we're beating them to the punch with the 90s one. Yeah. Yeah. Take that. Disney. You can't say Fox anymore. Yeah, that's right. You can. Mr. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so any, um, any last thoughts, any <laughs> remarks, questions, quimits, concerns? Uh, How do you think it went, bro? Uh, you sound like you're from London. From London town. <laughs> I'm from fucking London town. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. We forgot the clash. Combat rock. The clash is not Britpop. The clash is the yeah, the clash is the clash, mate. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. You feel me, bruv? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs>